0: Welcome to Parenting Trap, episode 22, where Alex and I discuss the downside of rewards.
1: Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining us today. We are talking about rewards and why they don't really work and why we don't like to use them. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, we have mentioned it before, and I thought it'd be important to address because uh, we've... Kind over of different types of punishments quite a bit um, and we're pretty clear about that and we've mentioned rewards like oh rewards and punishment and so uh, I thought it'd be fun to do this deep dive yes rewards
1: well because a lot of people think that uh peaceful parenting and peaceful parenting does support rewards it's kind of this um this uh, positive you try and use uh positive reinforcements um, but with respectful parenting we don't try and use reinforcements of any kind Mm -mm. um, because it's trying to manipulate the behavior and we don't believe in manipulating behavior or trying to coerce behavior we believe all behavior is communication and to be able to address the behavior you need to actually figure out what the root cause of the behavior is so whatever's going on you need to figure out what's underneath that and address what's happening underneath it
0: yeah. Rather than trying to bribe your child out of whatever behavior um, you don't want to see or bribe your child to have behaviors that you do want to see, um, yes. which is what rewards really are. Uh, and uh, we we don't necessarily really think of it like that, but um, when you really dig in, that's what it is. So there's the issue of of what I just mentioned and then the other side of it is that we're going to talk a little bit about like to talk about is um, the fact that rewards don't even really work. So uh, you you may be thinking well then how in the world am I supposed to get my child to brush my teeth brush their teeth if I don't offer them you know ice cream whatever it is or a
1: video right Um, ice cream right after you brush your teeth.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I
1: know. Might defeat the purpose. Yes, that's but, why I said video. Yeah, it totally defeats the maybe purpose. Maybe ice cream beforehand. Yeah, but then where's
0: the incentive to brush your teeth? Right.
1: <laughs> if you get this ice cream, you have to
0: brush your teeth. Go get I ice already. cream
1: tomorrow. Yeah, I, yeah. there you go. <laughs> that doesn't seem, that yeah, seems too that far That doesn't work. Well, and when you say they don't work, um, that's not entirely true because they <laughs> like can work in the short term In yes. in meaning that you can actually coerce a child with bribes with rewards. You can get them to change their behavior in the moment. Um, When we say they don't work, when you're saying that, what we mean is it's not a good way. You're not actually changing the child's motivations. So you're going to continue, you're going to have to continue to use rewards to change their behavior um, from then on, because you're, you're setting a precedent. And now anytime you ask them to clean their room or whatever, whatever it is, if you use rewards in the past, they're going to expect that. And if they don't get it, they're not going to want to do it. Um, right. So that's how, that's one reason it doesn't work. You're not actually changing what you want. You want to teach your kid things. Most, I think most of the time, parents use rewards. They're wanting to teach their kids something. Yeah. And all you're teaching them is that if they do it, they get a reward. Right, right. And
0: you're not actually teaching them in any way the value of the importance of, let's say, um, helping clean up the living room or picking up the toys or whatever it might be. If that's something that, um, that you, you value and you want done and you would like help doing, um, so that's, that's sort of the root of it is, um, trying to help the child, trying to understand that the child might not have the same motivations you do. And when you're bribing, you are detracting from whatever little motivation might already be there for them to want to do
1: these tasks, whatever it might be. Yes. Um, And so so instead, so like, what would you do instead? If you have a child, you want them to clean their room and we don't believe in punishments or rewards. So what do you do in that situation?
0: Yeah. So I would um, probably say, Hey, it's time to go clean your room now. Or I might even give them an option. I might say something like, "Um, we have to clean your room before the end of the day. Um, And I might even let them spend a significant amount of the day doing what they want to do, not necessarily even reminding them. I think kids remember things like this. I mean, depending on the age, right? I mean, I wouldn't necessarily expect my two-year-old to be able to run back into his bedroom and clean his room three hours after I asked him to, but I would give some time. And um, and then I might even do a reminder, hey, look, it's getting a little bit late. It's almost dinner time. Do you want some help cleaning your room? I can help you do it. I would offer it. Um, a lot of times we have to realize that the things we're asking our children are actually our agenda, not their agenda. And so to expect them to be happy to just toss everything down and move on and do exactly what you're asking them to do, um, that's not, that's not a realistic expectation. I, any, think about any time that you've had people ask you to do things. um, You usually don't want to be told to do it right now. You want to be told, um, asked, hey, do you mind helping me with this when you get a chance? So you get to choose the time, you get to choose um, how it's going to be done, and uh, you have more control
1: over the situation. So kids are going to be more receptive to that too. Yes, they're going to be a lot more um willing to cooperate when you take this approach. Um, another thing I would add to that is if they still refuse, um, I've heard Robin and Zig say this on Visible Child. Um, she says, it's okay, I know you'll help next time. And it shows grace, it shows that we love them and that we want to help them. Um, and I think you'll be surprised how how far that goes um and they might jump in and help as you're working to do it they might not but they're definitely going to be more likely to do it next time
0: yeah because you're giving them the opportunity and the option and you're telling them that you care enough um and you care enough about whatever they're valuing at that time too you care enough that they might be wrapped up in reading a book or building with legos and and you have to show that you care what they're interested in Mm -hmm. um for them to care what you're interested in and um, we, we forget that because it's so easy to not see what children are doing is important but it's really important to them um, and so I, lo- I like that and yeah. that that is that's such a wonderful answer um, because, I, yeah. I've even heard stories of like you know kids uh, just doing something and being like oh mom I cleaned my room because I know you like it clean like, yes, and, and it's just, you know, and they, they will be more likely to do those things. You're not going to have, I, I haven't ever heard of a story where a kid came running out and said, mom, I cleaned my room. I get my M&Ms now, you know, they'll usually wait till you ask because you're probably asking a lot and wait for you to
1: offer those, um, that, that did happen. Rewards. That did happen to me. Um, because, oh, really? because before I knew about respect respectful parenting, uh, my oldest was about 2 we tried to do potty training and we offered like like little candies if you went to the bathroom in the toilet and so what he did was he just would run to the toilet and just dribble like the little tiniest bit of pee be like sense. I peed in the potty and it's like okay here you go and it was just so much candy and then where do you draw the line it's like no it has to be a real p well what's a real p <laughs> right?
0: how do you get to determine what's real p for your child <laughs> right like
1: oh man yeah so uh we realized pretty quickly that that was not helping or working at all yeah yes yeah. that makes perfect sense wow that's so funny
0: um well there's a great reason not to use rewards <laughs> right there. It's, uh,
1: Look, I've I cleaned a little bit of my room. Do I get something? I'm gonna clean up, make a mess, make a mess. <laughs> make, a mess. make a mess. Oh, I'm gonna
0: clean it again. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that can happen. Oh, um, definitely. No, that does make sense. And but, I mean, kids are smart. You know, they, they, they know how to um, work around these things. So they're gonna figure it out. And we, you know, we think we've got, you know the greatest answer by offering rewards. And uh, well, kids want the thing that you're Giving doling out badly enough, they're gonna figure out a way to to get it um, with the least amount of effort, and they're not gonna yeah. really be interested in the thing that you're trying to, you know, basically coerce them to do. So, right. uh, you know, it's but never you gonna can be... help. Ha- like kids are willing to help you, and that's the thing that you have to remember. They really are willing to help you do these tasks without rewards at all. But we just yes. need to show that, like, if you have Um, If you sort of build your family's interactions with collaboration and helpfulness, um, then they're going to be more likely to chip in. You know, you help them do their stuff that they've asked for your help, then they're going to be more willing
1: to help you when you ask them for their help. Yes, absolutely. Yep. We need to be the people that we want to see our children become. And that starts with us showing them grace, empathizing with them helping them, um, all that stuff. Yes. Yes. If we want them to help us when we ask for it, we have to help them when they ask for it. Right. And do it enthusiastically, not, not with like, um, annoyance. Yes. It, if, if your kid is like, no, I'm not going to clean my room. Don't say fine. I'm sure you'll help next time. And then do it angrily. Mm -hmm. That doesn't feel good. (laughs) <laughs>
0: yeah you, then you're um, just guilt then you're actually using them I mean, it's a similar thing you're kind of using, trying to uh, shame shame them and um uh, uh, I would call that like I mean Alvi Cohn talks about this sometimes and and I emotional sounds extreme it's emotional manipulation and yeah. love withdrawal so it's like you're basically telling that there's things that your child does that you don't love in them and it's when they don't do what you say and that's mm-hmm. uh that nobody nobody likes that feeling. And you might think, no, of course I love my child. Yes. We all love our children, but what are our actions showing our children? So when your action is showing that you're annoyed and, um, angry with them and, but we get in those moods. Sometimes we don't feel like cleaning our room and they're not gonna necessarily, you know, get that urge to be inspired to clean their room every single time you want it done. So,
1: um,
0: you know, I, I kind of keep reiterating that point, but I think it's an important one to remember.
1: Yes, yes, yeah. it is. It's really important because it highlights how we are trying to encourage people to see children as people. You're not gonna go to your friend's house and be like, go clean your room. <laughs> right. Like That would be weird. Right. Um, I'm probably not gonna, well, I mean, I guess a spouse is a different story because you're living in the same house. So you might say, could you please clean the dishes, but it would be a little weird for you to be like, clean the dishes, I cooked, make sure you do it before bed. Um, yeah. that just feels like a like a not a very respectful way to communicate. Yeah. And
0: Especially some
1: resentment.
0: Yeah. Especially if it's like imagine your your partner is like watching a television show when you walk up and you turn it off and then you say it's time to do the dishes now you know, like, could you imagine somebody did that to you? You said you were going to do them yesterday. You said you were going to do them yesterday. And I saw that they weren't done this morning. It's time to go do them now. Right. You know, I think, I think any one of us in that circumstance, I mean, one, I don't, I, I don't really know a person that does that to their spouse it probably does happen. Um, and, but I'm sure that it doesn't feel great. And, uh, seems like there really needs to be an improvement in communication if that's right. what's going on. Right. So why do say, we treat our children that
1: way? I would say that is um, a toxic way to communicate. It can breed toxic relationships and we need to model healthier relationships with our kids.
0: Yes. So I... we
1: do that through our relationships with other people, but especially with our relationships with them. So the way we treat them, they're going to learn to treat us and other people that way. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so much more respectful way might be seeing that there's a good moment to pause the show, pause it and say, hey, I noticed that um, the laundry didn't get done yesterday. Uh, when you're done with the show, do you want some help with folding laundry? Um, and kind of leaving it at that, maybe even just when it's the show's done, start folding laundry and see if they get up and help you do it. I, I think you'd be surprised and keep trying um along those lines because kids it can it, take a long time it can take a long they're time s- especially so, yeah. especially if you've been in the cycle of rewarding
1: Oh um, of it's like hard rewarding
0: cuz cuz they the, um they're going to have these different expectations they're going to have different their motivations are going to be focused on the rewards rather than um like well what do i get out of it so you might hear that a lot and then you just need to be patient and say oh nothing you know um we're not doing that anymore in this household. I'm sorry, I did that, um, but I would love your help. Uh, I'm gonna go do that now, and you know this isn't like gonna necessarily. It won't change happen overnight, overnight um, if you've already established this routine
1: with them. Yeah, um, you need to build trust back up. Mm-hmm. So they need to know that you are genuine when you say that. They're not gonna believe you at first. They're gonna think like, what's the catch? it'll be it'll take a while for them to realize that you are genuinely wanting to help them and and build this respectful healthy relationship with them yeah absolutely
0: and and this so i feel like a lot of this conversation is kind of focusing on even slightly older kids um younger kids it's it's the, same. It's, it's the same, but I, I think it's so much easier to think, um, well, it's my two-year-old, you know, I'm a two-year-old right now, and uh, it's, they, their motivations are all over the map, they, they're just, you know, they're super dysregulated, and in a lot of ways, it seems like it would be so easy to be like, you know, oh, do this one little thing, come on inside, we have to go inside, and I'll give you a cracker or whatever, a cookie, you know, something along those lines. And it seems like such a small little, um, it's not that bad. This isn't really bribing or, you know, how else do you get a two-year-old to do something? But, um, there, there are other ways. And even if that means that you need to like scoop up your two-year-old from outside and carry them inside crying, um, it's, you, I mean, you might be thinking, well, that sounds pretty awful, but you're just, you're showing your kid that this is what's important to me. And um, it's okay to sometimes um, um, confidently move forward. You don't have to
1: bribe them all the way through their lives. Right. Right. So in that situation, you're trying to use a bribe to reduce the amount of upset that they might feel from something that has to get done, like come inside and stop playing because it's dinner time, whatever the thing is. So, um, and in that situation, I would say it's important that we realize we are not responsible for their feelings. It's healthy and good for them to experience negative emotions and learn that how to work through that and that they can work through that. So empathizing, being there for them, um, loving them, giving them space if they need space, keeping them safe, everyone else and everything safe around them um is is great and it's going to it's this parenting style is really hard it takes a lot of attention um to like what you're saying and the actions you do and helping you know keep people safe really cuz when yeah. 2 year olds or 3 year olds get upset there's usually a lot of crying and hitting and screaming and crashing throwing yeah <laughs> yep biting maybe. biting yeah yep.
0: Yeah. So, um, and that's, that's, it is, it's challenging.
1: And so um, you're, I, I feel like our job is to keep them safe while making sure they know that we love them. You can be empathetic. You can say, you really wanted to stay outside. I hear but you didn't want to come inside. You look really mad right now. You look really upset. Um, you can you can also help them with uh, coping techniques. So like, you look so mad. Sometimes when I feel mad, I like to clench my fist and go, can you show me your mad face? And you can do that. And then they can do that or scream or try and get it out. Um, I've taken, (laughs) I've gotten pillows before and had my kids um, hit pillows. So you can help them do that. Um, But my kids will sometimes try
0: and bite me and I'll, I'll push back because, you know, sometimes he wants to be both on me and biting me and I, I won't um, don't want them to actually hurt me. So I say, I'm not going to let you bite me. If you want to bite something, you can bite this and I'll grab the closest thing I can find that's safe to bite. You know, that seems satisfying to bite too. You know, I've got like foam mat in the, in the kid's playroom and mm-hmm. that seems like a good one. Um, like you can always bite this or I'll give mm-hmm. them like a, you know, bottle or something, Towel. t- 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 towels, good pillows. Um, yeah. So there's, yeah. there's definitely healthy outlets for that kind of behavior. It's not just um, and it's so easy to get wrapped up in that, you bit me, and now now you're in big, big trouble, right? And not recognize that what's going on for the kid is, is um, a legitimate upset about
1: probably something that we did to them. That was like, very important, that was to important, to them. important to them. So yeah. they're not doing it to upset us. They're not doing it to give us a hard time. They're doing it because they're genuinely upset. And to them, it's a big deal. To us, it wasn't a big deal. It's dinner time. They go outside all the time. They'll be able to go outside after dinner, whatever it was. A lot of times, it's not a big deal to us. It's a very big deal to them. And if we take that seriously, then when things are a big deal to us, they learn that they they, they learn how to appropriately respond. Yeah. Right? And that's what we want. Yeah. We want to teach them that. Yeah, We want them to get the intrinsic motivation and do what's right intrinsically, not for external rewards. Right. Right. So that includes...
0: Um, any kind of bribing sticker charts stick yeah. a lot of parents. And I see that in some of the, you know, peaceful parenting, um, groups, sticker charts and, um, uh, sort of positive reinforcement. If that's a term that you're familiar with, which is, uh, when you see a behavior that you say, uh, good job, good job. Yeah. That's a positive reinforcement, freezing, freezing yeah. um, Uh, To try and, you know, get more of that behavior out of them in the future and hopes that that inspires them to be, you know.
1: Yes. Oh, I just thought of something. Yeah. yeah. We need to, we probably should do an episode on good girl, good boy, which Ah. is another one that you shouldn't say. Well, isn't that the same as good job? No, because one is good job. You're saying that they did something good. Okay. The other is saying they, as a person are good.
0: Oh, oh,
1: yeah. So, oh, well,
0: yeah. Interesting. That's, that's very (laughs) nuanced. Okay. Well, it is. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll table that for another one. I don't want to talk about that right now, but um, yes, I, uh, I think that when we um, start identifying the individual uh, in any way, and that's that conditional, that's that conditionality, right? Mm -hmm. Um, It's a really great book um, so there's actually two good books that I would I would recommend, and I understand a lot of parents don't have time to read. This, these are both on Audible, so you can get the audio files to um, Punished by Rewards by Alfie Cohn. I'll put a link in the show notes to that. Um, and it is the most comprehensive book I have ever read on the reasons rewards are... Uh, not good. Not just not good, extremely bad. And um, it's super great. Half of it is citations. It's such a wonderful book. And then the other one that I really recommend is Unconditional Parenting by the same author, Alfie Cohn. Um, And that one's really great. It gets into rewards, but it's also more comprehensive in general about um, interactions with children and um, showing our unconditional love for our children and all the little things that we do in the day that might send the message to our child that we're like annoyed with them and we don't really love them and it's extremely eye-opening because um you know again it's not that you don't love them it's that your kids perception of the action that you're doing the way that you are treating them they are perceiving it uh, from their eyes that oh there are these little things that i do that my mom does not love in me or my dad does not love in me and no one wants to feel like there's parts of them. And you say that all the time, that there's parts of them that are unlovable. Yep. So those are two great books. And, um, so rewards is there anything else that we want to say i feel like we kind
1: of tangented but mm-hmm. i think this is i a think we circled one. back i think we got it all uh we need to do an episode on schools where they use rewards in schools yes. grades are another form of it but i don't want to talk about that today because that's right. a whole right. big. Um, subject sports medals
0: um winning teams right so uh yeah Grades. valedictorian oh there you go there's one there's only one <laughs> spot for that so We'll get into that at some point. But um, if you have any questions, you can send us e- an email at parent um, questions at parentingtrap.com. Um, and, like,
1: share, subscribe, yeah. please, if you like what you hear. And yeah, tell us, tell us uh, what you think and give us questions. If you are in a weird parenting situation and you don't know what to do, you're having a similar issue pop up all the time, or maybe you were at the park. I know I had a lot of awkward situations at the park where another kid that I don't know did something with my kid, and I didn't know how to handle it. So those are all really fun to discuss.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, Thanks, guys. Bye.